The obstacle is the way. The timeless art of turning trials into triumph. The key message of the book is that obstacles and impediments are actually the paths to success. This is not about being relentlessly optimistic or seeing the silver lining in every situation, but rather being clear-eyed, logical, reasonable, prepared, and pragmatic in approaching obstacles. The book has three sections. Perception, action, and will, which are the ingredients to flipping any situation into a positive. Perception is the starting point, action is next, and will is the energy and determination to stay on the path. The book provides examples of people who have taken disadvantages and turned them into hidden pathways to success. John D. Rockefeller used the power of perception to turn a financial crisis into a learning opportunity rather than a disaster. He remained calm, objective, and focused on what he could control, which helped him become a successful investor and build his oil empire. To be more like Rockefeller in the face of obstacles, one should focus on what one can control, remain objective, and stay in the present moment. Deploying qualities such as logic, objectivity, reason, and cool-headedness is a matter of discipline, practice, and habit. Reuben Carter's story is a powerful reminder that we always have the power of perception, even in the most difficult and challenging situations. We can choose to see the situation as an opportunity to learn, grow, and become stronger, or we can let it defeat us and render us powerless. The key is to focus on what we can control and let go of what we can't. We may not be able to control the circumstances that we find ourselves in, but we can always control how we react to them. We can choose to see setbacks as opportunities to learn and grow, to become stronger and more resilient. We can choose to see challenges as opportunities to prove ourselves, overcome our limitations, and become better versions of ourselves. Ultimately, the power of perception lies in our ability to choose how we see the world and how we react to it. We may not be able to change the world, but we can always change our perception of it, and in doing so, we can change our lives for the better. Perception plays a crucial role in how we interpret and respond to the world around us. It can either empower us or disempower us, depending on the perspective we choose to adopt. The story of Pericles and the solar eclipse illustrates how two people can perceive the same event in completely different ways, with one person choosing an empowering perspective and the other choosing a disempowering one. Similarly, George Clooney's experience shows how a simple shift in perspective can change everything. By perceiving himself as the solution rather than the problem, he was able to project confidence and competence and ultimately achieve success. As you navigate the challenges and opportunities that come your way, it's important to be mindful of your perspective and how it affects your actions. By choosing an empowering perspective, you can take action in a way that aligns with your goals and values and increases your chances of success. So, ask yourself. What perspective am I adopting? Is it empowering or disempowering? And how can I shift my perspective to better serve my goals and aspirations? Next comes action. Remember that success is not always about achieving your goal quickly or easily. It's about the journey and the discipline you cultivate along the way. You may face obstacles and setbacks, but if you stay focused and determined, you can overcome them. It's also important to have a clear understanding of your strengths and weaknesses so that you can leverage your strengths and work on improving your weaknesses. Developing discipline requires practice and consistency. Start by setting small, achievable goals for yourself and make a plan to work towards them. Celebrate your successes along the way, but also learn from your failures and mistakes. Don't give up if things don't go as planned. Instead, adjust your strategy and keep moving forward. Remember that discipline is not about being perfect. It's about being committed and taking consistent action toward your goals.
with discipline, focus, and perseverance, you can achieve anything you set your mind to. The key takeaway from Demosthenes's process is that achieving big goals requires a step-by-step -step approach. Instead of focusing on the end goal, it's important to break it down into smaller, more manageable tasks. This not only makes the goal less daunting, but also helps to build momentum and motivation by providing a sense of accomplishment with each completed task. The process also requires discipline, persistence, and determination. It's important to stay focused on the task at hand and not get overwhelmed by the long road ahead. This requires a willingness to put in the effort and work hard, even when it's difficult or doesn't seem to be making a difference. Moreover, trusting the process is also crucial. It can be easy to get discouraged or lose motivation when progress seems slow or setbacks occur, but trusting the process means sticking with it and continuing to take small steps forward. In summary, a process is a powerful tool for achieving big goals. By breaking down the goal into smaller tasks, staying disciplined and focused, and trusting the process, anyone can make progress toward their dreams, no matter how big or small they may be. The final section is will. Will is often confused with really, really wanting something. People think, if I want this thing really badly, then I've got it. Will. But true will has more to do with acceptance than with force. It is our final refuge in the face of trying circumstances. It's an internal power the thing that enables us to do what we discussed in the last chapter. Accept, with grace and humility, what we can't change, be resilient enough and flexible enough to move on when we don't get our way. The great Stoic thinkers Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus, and Seneca were masters of will. They focused their will by keeping a single question front and center. What can I control and what can I not control? They knew that we truly only control one thing. Our mind. Everything external to the mind other people's actions, natural events, the inevitability of death is outside our control. All that the mind contains, though, our emotions, judgments, attitudes, responses, and decisions are within our control. What can you do with this information? Well, you can build what the Stoics called an inner citadel, a metaphorical internal structure that is impervious to the vagaries of the external world. The Stoics stress that no one is born with an inner citadel. This is important. You have to build your citadel. You have to work at it. It's often assumed that abilities are inborn. Most people assume that if they were born with a disadvantage, they're stuck with it for life. This is simply not true. Take the example of Theodore Roosevelt. He was born with terrible asthma. He was born privileged, with an able mind, but even slight exercise would result in an attack and he'd have to stay in bed for weeks. Most people would have resigned themselves to their fate. Not Roosevelt. With the encouragement and help of his father, he battled asthma he'd been born with. At the age of 12, in a gym constructed by his father, he began exercising, strengthening his upper body, and slowly improving his lungs. Ten years later, his asthma was all but gone. He'd worked away his weakness. Life put many obstacles in Roosevelt's path. His wife died, then his mother. He had to contend with fierce political opponents. Attempts were made on his life. But he was prepared. He'd built his strength and kept building it every day throughout his life. So ask yourself, are you prepared for what life will throw at you? Because it will throw things. Loss, reversals of fate, hardship, and unhappiness. There's nothing you can do about that. What you can do is be prepared. You can, like Roosevelt, strengthen your body. What kind of structure must you create? What kind of inner citadel so that, when the hardship comes, you're strong enough to accept it and continue on the path? Perseverance is key to overcoming obstacles in life. 
it's about being in it for the long haul and being ready to face all the challenges that come your way. Persistence is throwing everything you've got at a single obstacle, while perseverance is more like endurance. Odysseus, the protagonist of Homer's epic poem, The Odyssey, is a perfect example of perseverance. He faced numerous obstacles on his journey home from Troy, but he persisted through it all, never giving up until he finally reached his beloved home after 20 years. Life is full of obstacles, and perseverance is the key to overcoming them. So, don't give up, keep trying, and have the endurance to work through all the challenges until you achieve your goals. Remember that obstacles are a natural part of life, and they can help us grow and develop if we approach them with the right mindset. Perseverance, creativity, and determination can help us overcome even the most challenging obstacles. And by keeping our mortality in mind, we can live with a sense of urgency and purpose, making the most of every day we have. Final summary. Perception, action, will. These are the three steps to turning obstacles into opportunities and adversity into advantage. By perceiving obstacles objectively, recognizing your power, and altering your perception, by acting with discipline and diligence, trusting the process, and by deploying your will. Persevering no matter what by leveraging these steps you'll be able to transform life's obstacles into the fire that fuels your success. By mastering these three steps, you can develop a mindset that turns obstacles into opportunities and adversity into advantage. With the right perception, actions, and will, you can navigate life's challenges with resilience, creativity, and determination, and achieve your goals despite any setbacks or obstacles that come your way.